Absolute Radio. Hello, Rob Beck here, Absolute Radio, rock and roll football. Um, to be honest with you, I don't really want to talk about football. I'm an Arsenal fan, and after yesterday, I'm just, I've got the ump, but I am contractually obliged to be here to bring you football news. Um, I will battle through, though. I'm a professional. I'm not going to let the Arsenal defeat to Tottenham uh, get to me. Uh, it's I'm in a bit of a sombre mood, but you know. Uh, luckily for me, um, my normal producer, Silent Brian, is not here, who's a Tottenham fan. Um, but you, well, my new my new producer, Gareth, is a Man United fan, which is okay at the moment. But uh, Brian's not here to give me grief about Tottenham. But I do feel sorry for people who are having to go back to work on Monday and deal with Tottenham fans. If Let me know if you've got a very difficult Monday and we can try and help to avoid bumping into friends or work colleagues um, it's, it's been a tough day and uh, Harry Kane scored twice he doesn't even look like he should be good at football does he look at the state of him and his quality it's disgusting oh god absolute radio I mean cheer myself up though after Arsenal's deserved defeat that's what hurts the most we actually deserve to lose to Tottenham which makes me feel sick saying it but it's true they were better than us and deserve to win <laughs> anyway um, I've been cheering myself up um, with a footballer tweets some footballers on Twitter are absolutely amazing and it's obviously you know everyone think, talks about Rio Ferdinand or Gary Neville but the best ones are sort of more the unknowns for example Sammy Abbey uh, Sammy Abbey Obi Sammy Abbey that's an hard word to say it Sammy Abbey Obi um, tweeted the other they can't wait for the Hobbit. Just out of nowhere. Did you, also, all, all these things, everyone just thinks footballers are going out, boozing, women, nightclubs. No, fantasy. Just sitting in the cinema watching a bit of Hobbit. Um, we also had um, Robert Earnshaw becoming a, one of my favourites as well after his uh, his um, defence of the Monday day of the week the other, the other, on the other show. Um, he just tweeted, Diego Costa is, da- is as dangerous as a bag of snakes. What a brilliant expert! What a brilliant way to describe Diego Costa. Um, also, as well, I like this one. Morning tweeps. Yesterday, I watched the Paranormal Activity three, and today I'm going to put it in the bin. Too scary to watch. Victor Wanyama. That is, I mean, I've never put Victor Wanyama and Paranormal and the word tweeps in the same sentence in my life. Um, also, Daniel Sturridge is quite um, quite cool on Twitter. He says, uh, to all the school kids, being the coolest kid at school doesn't mean much. You're cool by being clever, listening in class and achieving in life. And doing subway adverts. Sturridge, yeah. Daniel Sturridge for that. Um, words of advice, don't worry about being cool unless you get a lot of cheddar to advertise long sandwiches. Um, also, I want you to finish off this one. I'll let you know. Um, just done something I never thought. Sorry, just done something I never thought I'd do. Michael Owen said that. I'm not going to tell you what he said next. I want clean answers. What was Michael Owen saying? He said, "I just done something I never thought I'd do." Blank. Uh, Sarah Cork went straight in for the jugular. She went with, "Just done something I never thought I'd do." Gave an interesting commentary. Oh, Sarah, that's harsh. He's not that bad, is he, old Michael? Um, another one we've had in. Um, just done something I never thought I'd do. Um, gone a week without putting a hamstring. Michael Owen's getting an absolute kick in here. I've only thought it'd be a bit of a laugh. Now it's turned into a character assassination. Um, the other one, though, which I um, it did, I was quite shocked by this. It was just done something I never thought I'd do. Watched a film. I was like, what? Watched a? F- what do you mean, Michael Owen? Like, do something never done. Watch a film. I've researched it. Apparently, Michael Owen just doesn't like films. They got, it got asked when he was in an interview. He said, "What was the last film you saw?" He went, "It's very boring, but I don't watch films. I think I've seen about five in my five in his life." I just can't get can't get can't get into them. Um, I do try it. Someone will say, "Watch this film; it's great," and I'll try. But after half an hour, forty minutes, I can't take it any longer. 
That's ridiculous. Who don't like films? It's like the sort of people that go, oh, yeah, what kind of music do you like? Oh, I don't like music. How do you not like it? How can you not like music? It's ridiculous. Oh, it, so, he only does 30 minutes or 40 minutes of films. Michael Owen, you shock me. Um, the actual answer, though, just done something I never thought I'd do, was I ate frog's legs. So that's Michael Owen there. He's always on it, old Michael. This is, is absolute, absolute Radio. We've got Ramesh Ranganathan on the phone now. Um, Ramesh uh, is a friend of mine, comedian, and um, it can get a little bit miserable sometimes. So every week I ring him up to find out what's annoying him and I'll try and cheer him up and cheer him up with my own naive excitement about life. Well, I haven't really realised it. It's all awful. But don't worry, I'm still full of beans. Um, Ramesh, are you there? Hello, mate. How are you? Good, mate. I introduce you as the nation's favourite vegan Asian comedian from Crawley. That's really... It's, it's, um, they need to put it on a trophy or something, mate. It's <laughs> that's amazing. Good. Would you say that's it's about really accurate? Good. I would say that's accurate. Lazy eye, maybe. Uh, I didn't go down that route. Well, I did go... If you type in vegan Asian comedian, you are the top, top bill. <laughs> that's amazing. That's so good, mate. Vegan I mean, I'm hoping... That sounds like something people would Google all the time as well. So I imagine I'm selling a load of tickets off the back oh, of that. You're, you know I mean? you're the big VAC, mate. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Um, yeah, uh, cheers, if you type mate. in blonde big teeth comedian, I'm um, I'm the top on that one. I mean, I'm sure if you if you type, type blonde big teeth anything, mate, well, you're no, going to come up. If you type so, in blonde big teeth <laughs> on, <laughs> on Google. <laughs> There's a couple of searches but, um, <laughs> for a very different type of entertainment, um, but I'm third anyway, so let's not worry about that. Let's not get dog <laughs> bogged down in uh, search results. How have you been, mate? I'm not good, mate. You're not, I'm good. not good? Why not? No. Well, a couple of things. I'm in Leicester at the moment. I mean, that's not why I'm not good. I'm in Leicester. Oh, come on. Festival. Leicester's all right, it? Yeah, Leicester's good, mate, but I, I basically, I, I sort of got Charlie Baker, you know Charlie Baker, me and Charlie Baker, he drove me over here from Nottingham. Yeah. We're like, we parked up and I said to him, mate, there's a Nando's down the road, let's go to Nando's. Yep. 20 minutes we walked over there, closed, mate. Oh. Just, it's all boarded up, it says back soon. Really? Unbelievable. I was furious, They mate. do it's have really, a lot of fake Nando's in Leicester, though, don't they? Like, call up Perry. Oh, they've got like, they've got like Chico's, Nindo's, yeah. Nondo's, whatever you want, Perry, mate. Perry, Perry Express, all those kind of there's things. Some, there's some guy in the street here just with a load of chicken in his coat. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Just offering it out. Um, so you're not, you're not in high spirits? I'm just a bit... Well, the thing is, it, that's on top of a bad weekend, mate, because obviously... You know, Arsenal... Because um, I've been well, talking... Got, you're an Arsenal fan as well, I've been talking about. Yeah, they got, they got absolutely... They got murked, mate. That's the only way yeah. to describe it. They got murked. It was horrible. You can't, <laughs> it even was say, horrible. you can't even say they were lucky, Tottenham. They were just oh, no. better. That's so much better, and it's just so frustrating. And what I realise is I don't find football bad enough funny. That's what, this oh. is the thing I've realised. I, 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 I find it annoying. I just got loads of Spurs fans texting me, tweeting me, Facebook it, and like, I don't find it amusing. It annoys me. It winds me up. It makes me want to punch people. I even, like, last night, put up a thing going, Spurs played us off the park. You know, yeah. I, was, I was being gracious. Yeah. yeah I, I, I took the high road and went, yeah, well done, you did it. And then even then, <laughs> finally, <laughs> just get all this rubbish. Oh, we played it. Harry Kane, Harry Kane, shut up. <laughs> I don't find it funny. Do you know what I mean? I've, I, I've done the decent thing and admitted it, and then what I don't like is getting it lumped on. Do you know what I mean? Like, on yeah, top of that. fair enough. And is oh, it... mate, it's doing my, it does my head in. I've just realised I've not, I don't find it. And the problem is, mate, is that I give it to, I give it, I forget that I hate it so much. So you when I win, of... yeah. 
Yeah, I'm properly on it. And then I realise, oh, actually, I hate it, and I hate all of the people that do it. <laughs> so it's doing my head in. Has, has anything else happened this weekend, or is it just that that's really got you down? There's nothing else well, under, underlying issues? Because normally there's an underlying issue that sort of, you know, people use other things, like football as a way to, to you know, show off. Because like last week you was complaining about your comics, comic books Well, 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 well the thing is, mate, is, um, well, basically, what is this? I'm getting, my kids... What's happening, right? It's like, <laughs> I've got... You, I'm away for four days, right? Yeah. I'm away for four days. So, like, I do... Like, I know it doesn't sound like it, but I miss the kids, right? I do miss them. Yeah, I don't okay. like being away from home, right? Right. So, like, I've got three of them. The third one, obviously, just he's five months old. He's not contributing a lot, like, banter-wise or just sort of entertainment-wise <laughs> or whatever. So, fine. <laughs> you know, that's whatever. That yeah, is by the That's not his fault either, is it? Yeah, yeah, he's doing his job of continuing to exist, and that's fine. I'm not asking any more of him, right? Yeah, fine. The oldest one, you know, he's the only one, really, that's got any sort of chat in him of any entertainment <laughs> How value. How old is he? Right? Well, he's five, <laughs> okay. right? Right? So, the two of, there's two of them that can talk, right? So, I'm on the phone to my missus. Like, this happened, like, three times this weekend. And my oldest walks into the room, right? Yeah. And my wife goes, oh, do you want to speak to Daddy? Daddy's here. He just goes, no. Oh. No, I'm away. That's and then she puts me on the phone to the other one. He's got no chat. <laughs> He's at got all the other one. Yeah, it but... takes ages, and so like you know, it takes ages to com- like to have any conversation with him. So like, what what, so, like, what, the... what kind of example of a conversation would you be having then? Was it? So, so I'll go to him. How are you? And he'll go good. So that's that. But that is as good as it gets. Then I know that after that conversation's dead, we've had the best bit but we're going to ma- have. Maybe right? maybe Ramesh, yeah. you've got no chat, and he's pretended he can't speak. <laughs> Because he's like, I don't want to be chatting to that miserable bloke. Oh, Nando's is shut. Get over it, mate. I can't even walk yet. You've walked 20 minutes. Well done. Mate, I'm mate, crawl- he it can, to mate, crawl it. He can walk, mate. And it's, it's, he runs away. He's, uh, he, he, he gets on the phone. And what he does is, it, like, you, you can't, he doesn't answer the question you're asking. So, like, mm. you say to him, what do you have for breakfast? I've been a good boy. It's just not... Yeah, I don't care about that. Yeah, but, like, like, uh, Ramesh, who cares what anyone's ever had for breakfast? Rob, he's three. What do you want me to engage him in discussion about? Or what do you think about what's going on with ISIS? Well, There's no point talking to him about that. I'm having a chat with him on his level, aren't I? Well, maybe you're underestimating him. And he's bored of you. He's like, oh, come on, I had Weetabix. Get on with it, Grandad. Yeah. Go Nando's why do, again. Why, do you, why are you going to bring up Syria? Maybe, I've got opinions that are valid. Maybe he had a bacon sandwich and he don't want you to dis- disown him. He does not. Uh, mate, they've been in so much, mate. You know my, my wife? Yeah. She did, vega- she did Veganuary, right? Yeah. You know who you like? You don't have me. And so I said to her, you think about becoming vegan permanently? She said, I am going to have a pork chop at midnight. <laughs> like, it's just, right? <laughs> she has been eating. That's not your so nickname, is meat, it? Mate. And, she, and she's thrown it. She, yeah, <laughs> your pet name. All right, pork chop. <laughs> go time, pork chop. Let's go. She, she, and then now she's doing it with the kids as well. Just, just constantly eating meat. Go back there. Oh, wait, I'm so not having it. I'm not having it happen like January again. <laughs> get, get, get some more bacon down your son. Um, I, well, Ramesh, I think what you need to do is I think you need to rise above all the football banter and just put that to the side. And I think you should just applaud Tottenham fans for being able to spell in text messages to you. Um, also, I think you need to up your chat with your kid. I think you're boring him and I think you need to right. try and upgrade your chat rather than what you have for breakfast because I'll be honest with you, well, mate. Well, if well, you hold on, well, hold on a minute, hold on a minute, hold on a minute, hold on a minute. I'm not going to have abuse from like somebody childless about how I should talk to my kids. So, <laughs> so what do you give me, what do you give me a suggestion? Because I'll be honest with you, mate, you don't smash talking to adults. <laughs> so I want to, I, I want to hear, I want to hear well, what, what I'd your suggestion, what would you say if you were on the phone to my three-year-old? Let's, hear, let's hear a question. Okay, I'll well, be what? him, I'll be the kid. Yeah. You, you be... 
Okay. You be a dad. Right? Go, God go. forbid that you ever reproduce. But anyway, I'll you just, be a dad. I'll right? be like, do you think your your dad reads too many comic books and doesn't spend enough time talking to you? Who's daddy? Who's daddy? Well, that, my, I think my point's proven that he doesn't spend enough time with you. You don't even know who your dad is, mate. <laughs> I reckon sack him off, get a new dad is more banter. Um, Ramesh, I think I've sorted you out. Plus, I've got to go to adverts now. Um, I'll see you later, yeah? Yeah, see you later, mate. Cheers, bye. bye. Absolute. Absolute radio. It's Valentine's Day coming up, um, which is quite exciting. Um, I don't really do much for Valentine's Day. Obviously, I, um, I buy a present for my missus. That's a nice thing to do, isn't it? A card and a present. Um, I was going to get... Um, my, I can t- well, it's no, no surprise now because I'm not going to get it, but I was going to get um, my missus a scarf for Valentine's Day. She likes scarves. Um, it's cold, isn't it? So win-win on that front. Um, but also, apparently, Burberry is quite cool now again i didn't realize this for me burberry at school used to be all the sort of like chavvy rough kids used to have burberry and it wasn't a very desirable brand however apparently it's cool again um because of like romeo beckham and harry styles so that's cool now so i thought i'll get a scarf nice burberry scarf because you know it's always been good quality burberry it might not be worn by the most desirable of people but it's always been good quality um let's have a little look uh for burberry scarves um guess how much a burberry scarf is right obviously i'm, I'm fully aware that i'm just talking to about to thousands of people now, and you can't reply, so I'll just pretend you have. Nope, more. Um, more. Um, oh, I mean, I've not really thought this through. Basically, it's a lot more. I was expecting 80 quid tops for a scarf, like, which I still think is disgusting amount for a scarf, but Burberry's quite cool now, and it's well made. We're talking 100% cashmere here, right? No other materials. Full cashmere. I don't know how you get red cashmere, but full cashmere, right? 80 quid, I thought, tops. Nope. More than that. More than that. £325 for a scarf. For a ne- how warm do you need your neck? How, how warm is it making it for 325 quid? It's disgusted. So she's not getting that. And if she's listening now, I apologise, but I don't apologise. It's outrageous. This is, is absolute, absolute radio. Our guest today is Mr. Reese James. Hello. Reece. Oh, you're loud, aren't you? Sorry, mate, it's just what I'm like. It is. Um, Notoriously a loud man. You're like the George Ezra of comedy. <laughs> That's what everyone says. You look like a child, <laughs> but you've got a deep voice and are actually surprisingly talented. <laughs> How dare you? Can oh. I just say, actually, it's a shame this is radio, because this is the Chelsea v Man City of comedians with massive teeth. Yeah, it's we, a shame no one can see it that. Is, it, it is a bit of a loss. Me and T, me and teeth, me and Bruce <laughs> have got some serious sets of teeth on mm, us, haven't we? Yeah. Um, do you get a lot of grief about the size of your teeth? Big time. You don't smile. Not quite as much as you. No, but I, I really milk it, mate. You don't. Yeah, you don't. I tend to keep my mouth shut a lot. You don't smile in any press shots. No. What? Why would I? I take got- my comedy seriously. You do a little bit too serious, mate, if you ask me. I know, but you've got to think about it, right? Yeah. Very few comedians smile in press shots. You smile in all your press shots because you're cheeky chappy, Rob Beckett, Goozer. Oh, we'll have a laugh <laughs> down the pub. But I am a, an artiste. Oh, yeah. All right, no, I'm not. But I oh, mean, not, you do poems of that, though, don't you? I just don't like smiling. I just don't like smiling in press shots because it freaks. Just the, you know, when you're in the photo shoot, it just yeah. freaks me out because it's so unnatural. I find it so unnatural. What the smile? Just, no, yeah, I just do a straight face. I've just got a natural still. smile. For, anyway, before we carry on this uh, chat about smiley faces, yeah. we need to introduce you to the audience, Reese. Yeah. So, who are you? I've not very really big on research. Uh, my name is Reese James. I'm a comedian, stand-up comedian. Yeah. Also, sometimes I do some poems on stage yeah you do poems don't you yeah what came first poem or the comedy well i mean naturally poems came first as like an angsty 13 year old in my bedroom but not funny ones yeah yeah some of us were influenced by people like morrissey mate 
Oh, were you? Yeah, not Phil Mitchell or whoever your influences were. <laughs> what? Mate, you are doing no favours <laughs> of your little posh voice and posh face <laughs> giving me grease and I was influenced by Phil Mitchell. I don't know. Just because the first, the first cockney who came to my head. If you said that about any other Fagin, sort of I don't social know. group or yeah. race of people <laughs> and just like, you're influenced by him, are you? No, I'm just saying, I've never, I'm not, I'm not a big poem man. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Um, are you going to do a poem later for us? Yeah, I'll do a poem later. You've been a bit of a diva about it. Just told me that you're not a poet, man. So I yeah, don't know no, how. Well, I'm that's doing your right job now. to try and convince me otherwise, and try and make sure it's really good. Yeah, I'll, um, do, I'll do one. You're going to do one. Oh, thanks. Because I actually text you about doing a poem. Yeah. And you're like, oh no, no, I've only I haven't got any new ones. There's all, all my old stuff. As if like there's going to be people at home going, only Reese James looking out the back catalog again. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I meant. I know no one would have heard it before. What yeah. I meant was once I no longer like. Very much. Oh, you don't like him anymore because I've sort of did him ages ago, and now I've moved on. You're what? So, oh, oh, I'm Rob Beckett. Every joke I've ever written, I still love. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's your first mistake, mate. I've never written a joke. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Every story I've made up about my weird dad. <laughs> Um, hey, well, you're going to do us a poem later. Do we know what poem you're going to do yet? Yeah, the poem is called Confession. It's about wanting to be in One Direction. Okay, and you'll be doing that later on? Yeah, sure. Well, we'll, be well basically, and also, you've got an accumulator on for the, um... I have, yeah. I've got three drawers today, and we've obviously already had two. Yeah. So, I mean, we could be celebrating So you could be studio. up for, how much are you in for? I think it's about £175. Oh, my God. No, no. Absolute radio. Sometimes I'm here for so long, Reese. I start going mad. Yeah, it does seem like you've lost your mind a bit. I can't, I've, I'm in this room for four hours. And I'll come here for a bit to prep sometimes. Yeah. And I'm just here for too long. I'll go a bit mental. <laughs> I've had a coffee and I'm just really losing the plot. Rob Beckett's great songs. <laughs> go have a nice little, run a lovely little bath and listen to some <laughs> smooth grooves from me, Bobby Beckles. <laughs> that's your new thing. Uh, that's when you have to reinvent yourself when you're 40 and past it. Yeah. Bobby Beckles. Bobby the Beckles. Bath time DJ. Bobby Beckles, bath time DJ. Bubbles and Beckett. Reese, <laughs> um, Reese, um you're not just here for the kindness of your art. You've probably got something to sell, haven't you? Oh, I've got plugs on, mate. I wouldn't be here otherwise. I'd be in bed. Um, no, you're doing the Soho Theatre after your Edinburgh show. Very, you got loads of good reviews for your Edinburgh show, didn't you? Yeah, some good ones. Four stars. A couple bad ones, but no, mostly you got loads of good some ones. good ones. Don't mention the bad good. ones, mate. A average star rating was pretty solid. Four stars, right? Don't, either sell it or don't, mate. Come, yeah, don't got, come around uh, cocked. Four star reviews across the board from proper papers as well, like The Guardian and Telegraph and Independent and all that. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with yeah. I mean, it's not strictly true, but yeah. Correct, that kind of thing. <laughs> very funny um, and um, very interesting, very different, but good. And also quite intelligent comedy without being annoying. Okay, well, That's what I find. Your words, mate. You're like, your words. You're like an English Bo Burnham, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. Would you agree with that? I don't know. No? I, I'd, I'd, oh, I wouldn't like to. I mean, Basically, I really admire like... Bo Burnham. I wouldn't want to compare myself to someone that I really admire. Okay, you're... But it's... I can see why you would think that because some of it rhymes. No, nope. you're funny, you're likable, and it's quite intelligent, and you do clever bits. You reference yeah. people I've never heard of, <laughs> and you rhyme it. So that's why you're in that book. Um, so where could people? When are you on at Sophia? Uh, it starts tomorrow, and it's uh, all week and eight thirty. Eight thirty. Eight thirty p.m. Cool. Yeah, that's good. Isn't it should be all right. Looking forward time. to it. I am looking forward to it. Yeah, I think. Yeah. What's wrong? What you well, about I find me? it very hard to enjoy anything because I just find everything very stressful. But uh, why, why, no, it should be really fun. I'm, I'm getting around to the point. This where I'm is the, this is the fun it. bit. You, you got you were stressful when you did it first time. Everyone yeah. Loved it. See, I, yeah, yeah. So I know it now. I was really stressed in Edinburgh. I think I'll really, I think I'll really enjoy it. It'll be really fun. You will, mate. Come I'll on. definitely look like I'm enjoying it because that <laughs> is the job. But inside, I might be 
wishing I was dead. <laughs> no, you'll be fucked. <laughs> but I won't be, no, because I'm a I'm, positive yeah, mental attitude. Positive mate. thinking. That's my Luckily new, for me, new my, year, new me. New year, positive new, thinking. But it sounds like I've just this is like a counselling session, Reese. I know like, like, it is. Look, anyone listening, do not do not let him put you off. He's a very funny person, <laughs> and it's going to be quality. He's just being too um, humble. It's reverse psychology, mate. You've got to look like you're not selling it while secretly selling it. Oh, is that some of your intelligent stuff you do? Yeah, it's one of the smart things. Um, what else you do apart from being a uh, you know a West End theatre comedian? <laughs> uh, well, at the moment I'm I'm house hunting. Oh, I'm looking for a flat. Are you buying one? Absolutely not buying one. <laughs> no, uh, I'm going to rent one for a bit. You cool? Uh, that's it. <laughs> for a bit. For a bit, rent one. Then maybe in the future, who knows? Maybe I'll buy one. Yeah. Maybe I'll steal one. No, you can't, you can't steal a house. Nah, it's too heavy, isn't it? Can't go anywhere with it. Um, <laughs> yeah, because at the moment. I'm kind of in a weird living situation with this. Uh, I live in this like house share with this married couple uh, called yeah. Mum and Dad. So I'm trying to move out <laughs> and get on with my life. Um, I'm quite young. I'm not like a pathetic 35 year old man who lives with his parents. I'm a pathetic 23 year old man who lives with That's his parents. That's fine. 23 uh, fine. But just to clarify, yeah, if you were thinking, oh God, come on, mate, comedy career is not going that well. No, I just sort of finish university and then you, you land there, don't you? And then you get yeah, yeah. back out there. So I'm looking for this flat, but I don't know if. I mean, obviously, you've looked for a flat before, and it's an absolute nightmare. Horrible, mate. It's the worst thing in the world, because estate agents are the worst people in the world. True. And if there are only estate agents listening, I mean that. <laughs> Please switch <laughs> off your radio, because I'm about to go in. Um, we've reviewed this flat, so we've been viewing loads of flats. Estate agents will describe any area as popular, no matter where it is. Especially if it is popular on the is tree. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah, I've just been searching popular by accident. <laughs> this area is popular. Um, but it's awful, it's the worst. We went to view a flat the other day. Uh, that was in Canada Water, yep. quite a nice area of London. Nice. Um, we on the Jubilee line. Yep, correct. And on the Orange Overground. Yep. And we went to view that, and the pictures on the website look amazing. So we're urgently trying to get cool. there. It looks like the house in like American sitcom. It looks like the house in Modern Family and like the OC and stuff like that. They're just these massive yeah. American mansions with this massive, huge open plan kitchen that looks amazing. Uh, I'm living with two other guys, just so like three double bedrooms. Cool. And it looks just kitted out. It looked brilliant. And it was well within our price range. So we should have... <laughs> You're so rock and roll. We like, yeah. We've got, we got the jukebox. We've got everything. We've got and it's reasonably priced. Um, so we should have... They saw us coming a mile off. Yeah. Because obviously anything that good should not have been priced that much. So we went to view this place... And we got there, and it's listed as a detached house. We yep. got to a terrace house, and we walk into this yep. place. First, as soon as we get in there, the the landlord is there and says, "You got to take your shoes off." Oh, you can't. There's and there's Hilton slippers that you can put on if you want oh, by the door. Weird, isn't it? Yeah, in plastic bags that you can just take out and put on these. Hilton Are you sure Hilton this slippers. wasn't the hotel? Um, sorry, I was viewing the Hilton in Canada Water. <laughs> um, no, it was really, they were like, "Take your shoes off." We get in, but it wasn't nice enough to justify that because the floor was really dirty. Okay, so I don't know why they did it. Obviously, someone had come in with shoes before, yeah, and they'd gone right from now on. People take their shoes off, but I had to then get my socks dirty. Okay. Um, and the mate I was with had to get his feet dirty because he was wearing Crocs with no uh, right, socks. First of all, not true, why obviously. are you moving in with someone who's wearing Crocs? <laughs> yeah, that a lie? No, that's a lie. Um, we, uh, God, that, went is to a, view it. that is something that... I think that should be punishable by imprisonment. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't be living with anyone who wears Crocs. That's number one criteria, no Crocs. And we go to the view flat, we're walking around. It's clearly pretty early. It's like suspiciously not similar yep. to the pictures at all but we're not in the kitchen yet and that was the main picture that we could see so we go upstairs first of all and we're walking around we see these two double bedroom uh, things yep. um, just normal decent sized double decent bedrooms rooms. get to the third bedroom and the bloke goes so who's having a small room then we'll go <laughs> oh, in my head I'm thinking hang on there isn't supposed to be a small room we then see a bedroom yep. where the option is it's got a single bed in it the option is either you can have a bed in it or you can shut the door 
There's your two options. No. You cannot have a bed in it and have the door shut. Could you not get rid of the door and just have those beads serving like You could have had the beads. So who wants that in a bedroom? Yeah. When you're a young man, you're un- if you're a young single man, mate, you need yeah, a door. Yeah, but I thought you might be a cool, crazy art, like beat poet type, you no. know, like Jack Kerouac. Like, yeah, come in, I've got a beaded room. I very girls. much like having doors, no doors. matter what kind of beat poet yeah. <laughs> I think I am. Because I stayed with you in Edinburgh, doors. didn't I, for a bit? And you're quite, yeah. you know. Keep myself to myself. You I like keep door. myself. I, was, I got very relaxed in a flat. I was only staying in for three nights. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You didn't keep yourself to yourself, mate. No, and I that's like, a separate issue. I like to get involved. <laughs> but then the second part is that we then... So we're viewing this, and he yeah. goes, we're like, could you get a double bed in here, you reckon? And he starts measuring it with his hands. And you can't. You can't get a single bed in there. Sure. And he goes, yeah, if you, what you do, if you just put a bed, put a mattress there, and then the whole room is just a bed, isn't it? And you can just step straight onto the oh, bed, go God. to sleep. And then, so we ignored that, and then we went downstairs, went to the kitchen. It's not the open plan thing, it's no. a separate room. It's about a metre wide, and the guy I'm living with got his phone out, got the listing up, and showed him the picture of the kitchen we were supposed to be lying. viewing, and just went, we're going to be viewing this flatmate. And he took it and went, oh, Jesus Christ, I'll snap that up. <laughs> like, yeah, obviously, mate, what do you think we're doing here? How, how much was that a month? That was like... £650 a month or something. It's like two scarves a month, isn't it? Oh, no. Unbelievable. Two scarves a month. The property kitchen. prices in London. Unbelievable. <laughs> this, this is Absolute, absolute Radio. Reese, you are going to do a... Um, you're, you mainly do jokes and uh, stand-up in your shows. However, that's mm. always a bit of a hard thing to try and do on the radio. I'd, I'd never ask another stand-up no. to do that, because it just don't work. However, as a performance piece, you do do the odd poem. I do, yeah. Didn't you? So you're going to do a poem for us now, aren't you? Yeah, I'll do a poem. This poem is not in... The Soho Show? No, so it's, it's, it's exclusive. It's exclusive. So if you come to the show, Soho Show, it's on all week. You see two different poems to this. You see two. And about... Yeah, let's just stress... 50 minutes of jokes. If you go to, yeah, Reese's show, it's usually one or two poems a show. Yeah. Right, you're not, you know, don't don't panic. No, it's not, it's not. I mean, it's, it's 90% stand-up. It's not as bad stand-up, but you do a couple of poems. poems. Just to go for so people go... Like me. Oh. oh I was all 90%. Joke stories. Then you do your t- rap stuff. Do a bit of rapping, bit of you know like political stuff. And you got the big dance at the end. The you? big dancing, all my stuff on race, um, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So um, it's mainly stand up. But you have got this poem you're going to do for us now. Aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I'll do the poem. Do you want me to um, count you in. I don't really know how to. No, do it. that's no, not that's not okay. how it works, Just mate. Basically, stay well out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. um, there I is. Like, I do like to chip in, but I don't think poetry is something you can really chip in on. No, it's kind of rhythm and stuff. Yeah, it's like. Yeah. If you were hosting the live lounge, you'd be chipping in before the chorus going, Chorus coming up! Could be quality! Do you want me to do a bit of triangle? What about that? <laughs> oh, also as well, I've got no rhythm. I'd be terrible. I, I, I went to Total Body Workout this morning. Right. right? A lot of uh, middle-aged housewives there, absolutely rinsing it. Yeah. So good at Total Body Workout. I was awful. Um, and also, I did a bit where you have to do planking, and it hurt so bad that I, like, collapsed. And went, oh, oh, the <gasps> thing you've got to do with to work your core. Oh, God, I've got, I've got no core, mate. Oh, no. I'm awful. It's the worst. Oh, it's awful. And um, I um, the, the um, instructor had to go, are you okay, Rob? I was like, oh. oh it was like a class? Yeah. And it was... You and a bunch of middle-aged women. Thirty-five middle-aged. There was about three blokes, and it was all middle-aged women. <laughs> it was quite awkward. Um, yeah, anyway, um, so I've got no rhythm, so I'm not going to chip in. I'm going to let no. you do your poem. Um, cool. Yeah. So I'll let you. I'll just sort so of. So this you poem, uh, the, origi- the original of this poem, has a swear word in it. This is obviously radio. I can't say it. No. The swear word will be censored in some way. I might just say the first two letters of the swear word. Okay. Cool. And then you can just fill in the gaps. Yep. <clears throat> Schools confession. Hello, I'm Reese, and I've got a confession. I want to be part of One Direction. I just think it looks like fun, you know, to stay up all night and live while we're young and do interviews and vlogs and sing and be funny and fine, I'll be honest. I quite want the money. 
And okay, so I've got no musical talent, but show me a boy band with someone who hasn't, like any of those three young women in Hanson. You can be Nick Carter, I can be Aaron, the thorn in the side of your roster. I'm born to be tried as your Anthony Costa. And I know there's not a me-shaped hole, but the whole of 1D takes their own little role. There's the funny one, the sensible one, the cute one, the vain one, and okay, let's face it, probably the main one. Or if you prefer, they can all be the fit one. But why can't I be the sixth one? The sh- one. (laughs) And I know I'm a little too old, but consider me an elder statesman-type role. I can give you advice and bountiful facts and remind you to pay off your council tax. And from Little Miss Swift and Big Mrs. Flack, I know some of the band like them older like that. The boy who cried milf, and I've been there. Good lad. Look, remember at first when Zane wouldn't dance? Well, just like that, I've got things to enhance. My hair could be cooler. My face could be tanned. But don't let that hinder my place in the band. You don't want to get too complacent and grand and in eight months be placing your face in your hands like we wasted our chance to add 18 more fans when that pasty young man told us maybe expand. I'll do all the jobs that you hate, like signings and shoots. I'll be Nick Grimshaw's mate. Literally, (laughs) whatever it takes. Although I do draw the line at the Swindon tour dates. So put me out of my misery and my Liam Payne. Make my dream history. Defy the insane. Because come shine or come rain, I would swim up the Nile for a chance to be matched in your chino-clad styles. And Louis, we're the same age. That's God telling you that if you're not to get jaded, got to let me just stand on the stage and nod. And if not, well, then I'll have to join Blazing Squad. Quite. I love that. That's Thank good. you very much. Very t- the, the lack of applause was not that people didn't <laughs> like it. It's literally <laughs> he me has and Reese. silenced the room. It's literally me and Reese in the studio. That's good, mate. Cheers, mate. I'm very Thanks. impressed by that. That makes me get all excited watching someone do something really good like that. <laughs> Thanks very see, much. See, I get that feeling when you see someone very talented do something. You go, oh, it's really good that what they did. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> I do get that feeling. I haven't had it today, but sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I get it. What, mate? You're not <laughs> impressed by my. You are smashing the button pressing today. <laughs> Absolute. Absolute radio. Uh, Reese James, we're getting a lot of love for your. I'm the, I don't even think I'd say this on Absolute Radio. Your One Direction poem. <laughs> Thank you very much. I mean, I've come right into the belly of the beast, mate. On paper. Where it belongs. On paper. So you can do a poem about One Direction. Um, it's brilliant. Really good. And where you've got that's all online as well. If people want to watch it, isn't it? Yeah, I got a few different things online. Poems online. If you go to YouTube. Yep. And then search Reese James. R-H-Y-S. R-H-Y-S. James, you'll find it on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, I've got a Twitter account. What's that, I mate? do jokes. They don't rhyme on Twitter. Uh, Reese Jamesy. Reese Jamesy. Reese James was taken. Chucked a Y on the end. Chucked a Y on the end. Why not? Um, Reese, that was brilliant. Thank you very much. Are you going to stick around for another hour, aren't you? Yeah, I'll hang out. Well, basically, it's half time in the Man United um, West Ham game, 0 0, and um, Reese is on for 135 quid if it comes in. If he finishes as a draw, Reese James. Is on for a big, big night. Yes. Absolute radio. I don't know if you've seen this um, news story this week that David Moyes, um, ex Man United manager, apparently banned chips. What? When, when United? Man United, yeah, when it's Man United well, banned that chips. That explains why morale was so low. Chips are they're burning off enough to have chips, aren't they? Yeah. Not a little of every meal, but like, isn't carbs good for you? Does it, was it banned at home as well? I think in general. Not allowed I mean, I, I don't, to eat like, chips. You're asking a man that should have done his research. I've actually got it printed out, the story, but I've not even read it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 chips. I'm trying to do a chips. Banned chips. Yeah. Uh, don't they, but they, footballers eat weird stuff all the time anyway, right? Don't they have spaghetti bolognese for breakfast on match days? Well, he said, well, he's, yeah, but he said that. He said, well, I, I did ban chips, he said. It was because a couple of players were overweight and I didn't think chimps were good. Chip, chips. Uh, I didn't think chips don't were Don't eat any diet. chips, guys. Um... Have you ever had anything weird banned at your work? Because if I work, like, it's still a job, isn't it? If you have someone can't ban you from having chips. Yeah, I've not really had much of a job, to be honest, mate. Never done a proper job. <laughs> I, do, I worked at, uh, in the sort of clubhouse of a golf club. Of course you did. As a waiter and KP, kitchen porter, I believe so it's So you've had to have a proper recently. job. Yeah, but I worked there for three days. Why only three? Because I called in sick on the fourth day and got fired. Really? Yeah, but not just for calling in sick. I just 
I mean, I wasn't great. I was like 16, it was like a summer job. Have you done it? Yeah, but you must have done like, I know you've not had a proper, proper job because you yeah. went to university and stuff, but how, you must have had like jobs at uni, part-time jobs. No way. None? No, genuinely none. I was doing comedy at uni, so I was getting like the odd paid gig and stuff at uni. Okay, so. but yeah, before about like, 16 to 18, was you doing comedy? When did you start comedy? Uh, 18. Just just before I was 18. So you got paid gigs instantly that was more No, than... but when I went to uni, I didn't need any... <laughs> yeah, mate, it sounds like you're trying to justify never working. I was on a grand a day per gig, mate, <laughs> as soon as I started. Yeah. Everyone saw the potential, People so everyone wanted to get in there early. They could not get enough of those poems exactly. at Manchester Uni. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a perfect place for it, a uni. So, oh, you, you never had, like, a little part-time job? No, genuinely, no. The, the only one was working in that golf club. Me and you could not move on. Ask me what my first job was. What was your first job? When I was 14... Climb your own flower market selling compost. <laughs> oh, God. Unbelievable. <laughs> what an awful job, mate. Have, have you worked in a factory? No, I worked in a factory. I worked oh, at, I, I was a cricket, I was a cricket a steward. Right. Easiest okay. job I've ever had. Does not kick <laughs> off at cricket. <laughs> worked in a pub. Yeah. Worked in a supermarket. Worked in offices. Yeah. Done loads of dodgy what things. What was the last Boot job sales? you were doing before you became a comedian? I used to organise events. I worked at ASOS for a bit as a temp. Nice. But I used to get told off because I used to run my comedy work as well. I, was, I used to, I had to do like, th- I had to basically copy and paste those photos of people in outfits onto the website. So I copied and pasted all the touched up images, put them online, pressed submit, right? That was my right. job, right? I had to do 70 a day. I was knocking out 70 in about two and a half hours in the morning. Yeah, right? that doesn't seem like easy, mate, right? But some of the people doing that job full time were not the full ticket, right? Right, right? So I was doing 70 in the morning and then in the afternoon I was booking gigs yeah. on Facebook, having a chat, like writing Edinburgh show, writing jokes and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and yeah. then she was like, you can't be on your personal email. I was like, I've, I've done, done, all, I've done all my work. Expectations. Was, it, was it literally do 70 a day or was it at least 70? That was do 70. Like, you had to do 70. So I was getting paid to do 70. And yeah, like, yeah. Well, you've got to do more then. Well, I'm not getting paid to do more. And I was like, look, how rubbish are you at your job if it takes you nine hours? Yeah. And I'm doing yeah. it in two and a half. And I'm not exactly, like, Captain Big Brain. <laughs> Am I? I mean, I think you've just shown that with that little piece of improv. <laughs> I know the guys. Captain Big Brain. They call me uh, well, Captain Big Brain. That's uh, <laughs> that's my thing now. Um, Captain Big Brain. Um, anyway, banning chips, good or bad, Reese? I mean, I sort of makes sense, but it felt like he was he probably did it last minute, clutching at straws, going, "What is wrong with my management?" Well, I was going to ask you, what's the, the chips? What's the weirdest thing anyone's banned at work? But I think the answer to that um, would be Reese James. I got banned at my work. Yeah. Banned. Absolute. Absolute radio. If I don't win this bet, then. That's my life over. Come on, mate. <laughs> this is not, this is no, not your not show true. to lose. Did it responsibly. I can spare the five pounds. I'm doing all right. Yeah, exactly. It's only a couple of quid. Bit of fun just to make it more exciting rather than loads of stuff. Um, <laughs> Reese, have you Nicely been wa- dealt with. Have you been watching The Jump? A little bit. It's the most ridiculous programme I've ever seen. I love it. It doesn't live up to... For me, the build-up's too big. When they're at the top of the hill. Yeah. Or whatever it's called. The, the top jump. of the jump. Top yeah, of the jump, top yeah. of the jump. But when they're at the top of that... There's such a tension and it builds up so massively and then they go down it and it's like a metre off the ground for a second. Yeah. So, and now that I say that as someone who's never skied. Well, yeah, I thought that because it's very hard to build up to the jump yeah. at the end of the show when before then you've you've sent two amputees down the skeleton rung. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. What you've you, opened with your best stuff. You've, you've, you can't follow it. You can't follow it. A man like that, it's a, the ex-soldier and now Paralympian who's doing it. Mm. I can't remember, he's like Ben something, he's got a double surname. And then, um... Heather Mills. Is it Heather Mills doing it? Yeah, probably. Yeah, something like that. Like, she hasn't got a leg and he hasn't got an arm. 
And they're having to create sort of like special things. And it's incredible. They're so brave and it's amazing. You just watch someone just do a little diddy jump. And then you see Phil Tufnell do a metre jump. He's like, he's got down head first and a skeleton (laughs) with one arm. And Tufnell... It's just a little jump, but he's got all his limbs. The build-up is just just over-exaggerated. I I think that's. I don't think they can do any other reality stuff now. Like that is the. I think they've peaked because, like, what? What can you? Where can you go from? You know, Paralympians head first skeleton. I know they're getting desperate. They're just using different words for the same thing. Splash is the same thing. Splash, just jumping in. Jumping. Just jumping in. jump. And also, like... Tumble. I'm trying to work out ones out, because they've even done Naked Jungle. Keith Chegwin done that, didn't he, when he was completely naked, leading a team of completely naked people. Naked Jungle is the sort of thing that got suggested as a joke. Well, it's always like the... It was like the Crystal Maze, but the wardrobe department got set on fire. And they thought, well, everyone's here now, we've got to go through. We've only got a certain budget. We can afford to get you in the jungle. We can't afford much beyond that. Can you do it naked? But I don't know what I thought... I was trying to work out other stuff they can do they've already done, they've done farming yeah they've done a farming one i yeah. found out I, I thought that was a new uh, one they've done sewing they've got the sewing bee baking well oil rig yeah <laughs> yeah that's a good one yeah yeah or fishing the great british oil rig i quite like to see celebrities doing fishing that must be one no but deep like proper out at sea for a month yeah fishing you know like or ice road chuckers celebrities oh celebrity ice road chuckers would be amazing get the top gear boys on it it'd be brilliant (laughs) but like if you're listening at home and you've got any other suggestions of things we can do with celebrities now um let us know 8 12 15 facebook twitter and let us know what else can we do at the moment i've got i'm going for oil rig or fishing reese what do you want them to do that's the best one fishing's a good one i like ice road chuckers fishing can get very dangerous yeah can't it if you're like fishing big things (laughs) <laughs> Tuna. Have you ever seen a tuna? Have I ever seen a tuna? You ever seen a tuna? I've seen a tuna, mate. That's it, that's Think about who you're talking to. Of course, I've seen a tuna. Big, big tunas. Oh, I've seen. Big I didn't tuna. think they're going to be that big. <laughs> I know. They're the biggest. Like a car. <laughs> it's like catching a car. This is absolute, absolute radio. Some new music on Absolute Radio. James Bay. Hold back the river. Yeah. How's he spelling Bay? Um, Not like B-A-Y. the. Okay, like good. The leaf. Not like the. B-A-E, the slang term meaning... Oh, you my bae. ...loved one. Yeah, not that. You like that. So that's what... Is that a term for a... other half? Sort of, yeah. Someone you fancy. Because you can't say bird anymore, can you? That's... No, you as... can get away with it in your accent, That's the thing, because I've always said it. It's the same way as someone from, like... What, is it going to say... me bird? I would never... Ref- I would always say my, like, you know, my partner's name, or that's my wife or girlfriend. I'd always say that if I was there. But the t- only time I would ever use it would be, say, oh, who's- is he bringing his bird along? If I don't right. know their name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I know, if there's someone I don't know that well... And is there any got... difference between saying that and Mrs? Is there not? That's the... Well, I think the reason... Bringing that... his Mrs? Well, I think it's the same, but I think the people get annoyed by saying bird because it implies that a, a lady is an animal. But... <laughs> I, I mean... But yeah. I think that is Good wrong animal, because bird actually comes from an old English word, B-U-R-D, which means poetic maiden, young lady, which is like a... It's like an old English word for like a... You know the same way as I like, used to say, you're, he, you're, he's your suitor? Yeah. And that kind of, it's like an old word that's not used very often, but it's what got, saying. caught up with but slang. So, I'd say if you're trying to, you've got to be careful when you're justifying gender relations on anything from old English times, because it wasn't particularly positive. Well, no, but that's, what, that's what I'm saying, though. But yeah, it doesn't mean about poetic the actual bird. If I went, is he bringing his poetic, poetic maiden? Um, yeah. So anyway, that's there what There you go, is. just say that from now on. That's what I say. Anyway, back to um, celebrity butchery that we've got. Yeah. <laughs> After that little uh, <laughs> dive into sexism <laughs> and feminism, um, and is it someone wrong for the way they've been brought up, or is it nature versus nurture? Here on Radio Absolute, I'm joined <laughs> by Rhys James, poet and man, slash comedian. Oh, poet um, and man. <laughs> poet and man. Poet and geezer. Poet, first comes poet, second comes man. Thank you very much. Um, 
anyway, we've been asking for your suggestions because we've had the jump now. We've had celebrities, so and B, whatever the jump, all kinds of stuff. So now we want your suggestions. What we can do with celebrities next? We've had some crackers, celebrity butchery. Unbelievable. So getting a group of celebrities together nice. and getting them to be butchers. Do you like the idea of that, Reese? I really like the idea of that. I think that's good, isn't it? I think the reason it's not made yet is because if you look at how aggressive everyone got to each other on Celebrity Big Brother, you don't want to be around cleavers. True. That is dangerous, isn't it? Yeah. And also, if they are having a fight, sawdust is slippery. <laughs> yeah, that's the issue. I've never <laughs> slippery get... sawdust. What is sawdust? What is that all about? Is that so you don't slip on... Soak up blood. Soak up blood? Oh, God. Well, I guess that's useful then, yeah, if you do use the cleaver. It's all been cut before it gets there, and they don't need to soak up blood. Is that... Oh, what are people doing to hamsters then? <laughs> Poor sods. Forgot <laughs> <laughs> all that in there. Oh, another suggestion we have is Celebrity Monastery. That's very nice. So get them to live as monks for four weeks. Yeah, that'd I like be that. quite nice, wouldn't it? Seeing everyone. Surely that doesn't it, something like that already exist? Something yeah, like monks, monks, monks exist. Monks exist yeah, and celebrities exist. Oh, I see. You put them together. A celebrity monk, can he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Lama yeah. Monk. Does it count if you're a monk first? Oh, monkfish. Do they count? Celebrity monkfish. <laughs> Um, You've got about, a like fish and be a monk. Celebrity heart surgeons. What about that? It's a bit, da- it's a, bit of a risk, isn't it? Yeah, but it might be all right. Funny. Absolute. Absolute radio. Um, Reese, thank you so much for being here. Thank you very much for having have me. Have you enjoyed it? I have, very much so. Um, what do you think I'm like as a radio man? I think you're basically the same as you are as a normal man. Yeah. Pretty much the same. You've got a microphone in front of you. Yeah. Robin a living. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying you deserve That's it. That's right. I mean, you know, you're seven Sony Awards is going to be embarrassing. You're a real character in real life. You're a real character on the radio. Oh, I'm, I'm such a crazy character. <laughs> a um, wacky guy. I'm a wacky, wacky guy. Um, Reese, you're at the Sophia, as you said. You can yeah. buy tickets from there. 8.30 every night this week, isn't it? That's right. Oh, and Valentine's night? And Valentine's night. Is it? you got many sold for Valentine's? Yeah. Valentine's night's nearly sold out. Oh. I know. Mostly single lovely, people. Yeah, lovely couples or really stressed people. That could have been a risk because we booked that in so I wouldn't be alone and that could have backfired massively. Did you book it in <laughs> if no one you've came got, to you've that. You've got a partner and you've got a missus. Yeah, we didn't really do that but... Oh, come on, Imagine mate. that. No one comes to my show on Valentine's Day and it's just the bleakest thing in the world. That'd be all right, mate. But they're coming now. It's sold out, pretty much. Exactly. Last few tickets. Get them. This is going to be the hottest ticket in town. <laughs> next, next time you hear Reese James, he won't answer my call because be in America <laughs> in a sitcom, <laughs> and I'll still be trudging around the country doing comedy, which I love, by the way. Yeah, it's great. Sound like Brit then, which I love, <laughs> which I hate. Um, Reese, thank you very much, and um, thank you all for listening. I'll see you next week, where the guest will be the person I book at about Saturday afternoon. See you later. This is, this is absolute, absolute radio. radio.